0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. He's
1: gonna take it. He's got it. Boston wins. Two legends in basketball analysis with over seventy years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think.
2: All right, let's, let's get right to it. <laughs> Welcome into another episode of the Ryan and Goodman Podcast. He's Bob Ryan. I'm Jeff Goodman. And uh, Bob, you got your uh, your favorite shirt on uh, this week. A retired number shirt on.
1: Who who's yeah. next? Who's next after right? What do we got? KG. We're talking KG five, which you know it was a brief career, really, relatively speaking, but uh, it was an impactful one for sure. There's a lot of uh, Push, you know, for that. Are you behind it?
2: Like, where are you with the KG thing? I'm I'm torn on.
1: Crazy about that. No, No, not necessarily. I. But the thing is, the ship sailed so long ago on the glut of retired numbers with the Celtics, and to the point of 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 comedy. And uh, so I, 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 you know, we have this. If not him, then him. And then the other one, and the other one, and the other one. I mean, so you're going to have the, you know, 22A is going to be a uniform number with the Celtics for 104. <laughs> you know, that's coming if they start, if they keep retiring numbers. <laughs> so,
2: it, it is. you know, I good. mean,
1: no no offense, but no, if I had to, yeah. i say, no, I'm sorry. It was, Yeah, we need a little longer career than that, you know, but uh, uh anyway, but, you know, we. Uh,
2: I mean, I feel like if you won multiple titles. Yeah. You know, that's one thing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know we.
1: They could have, you know, he, he, his injury cost them one, I think. Right. And yep. for sure, and oh nine, and um, then. Um, six you know, we, years, nine.
2: though. Bob, but after that, years. that's their
1: own fault. You know, in 2010, they had a 3-2 lead, and, you know, oh, we, we can go on and on and on. All right, you know, they had another lead against Miami. But anyway, um, the next one is going to be him, though, if it is anybody, it, it, it'll be five.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, after that, I don't know who you're, you know. I mean, again, no,
1: well, I'm, go, oh, well, obviously, uh, yeah. you know what? I'm not lying. I don't even know what number Tatum is.
2: Uh, I don't even a, know. Yeah, I, always, I,
1: I know what number Tatum or, and, and I don't, I'm not paying any attention. Oh, he's a zero. Is he zero? Zero. zero. He's,
2: yeah, he's single zero. zero? Yeah, that's okay. right. We already had
1: double zero. You know, we know that. And, and, um, I'm not paying any attention to numbers. I don't know what Kemba's number is. So help me God? I don't know what, what uh, Walker uh, Brown's number is. Kemba's
2: eight. Kemba's eight. Um, uh, because because of the Walker, you know, Antoine de Kemba. Oh, okay, that. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Jalen is what is Jalen?
1: Can't be 24. That's going. I don't know what it is.
2: Uh, I don't even know. Twenty? No. Twenty.
1: Is this a damning admission? That means I, I. I. I just means I'm not paying any attention to the numbers.
2: Yeah, I, I really don't either anymore. I, I don't know why, but I yeah, I really don't uh, pay much attention to the I mean, numbers. And
1: think of, really, in in the uh, NBA of the time of our time, is there an, you know the LeBron? You know, all right, you know, but not number so many seven, Jalen
2: Brown is number seven. Just so okay. you know.
1: Well, I think seven. I think Tiny Archibald. So, <laughs> yeah, me. No, no, my- and I love Jalen Brown, so you know that. But I still I. I still think Tiny Archibald, you know, so. So I, I don't know how
2: many uh, triple-doubles Tatum has, but it's it's he's not going to catch uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> he's not going to catch the big O. Uh, we, we know that. Oscar Robertson has 181, and Russ is knocking on the door, Bob Ryan. It's the like the biggest story not involving the playing games and the seating as we come down the stretch here. It seems like he gets one every single night right now. Uh, Russ does. He's
1: averaging it again. For, this will be like? The fourth, fourth time. Yeah. Uh, he's averaging one right now, and um, he's on his way to a third assist title, and he is on his way to his 11th straight year scoring 20 plus, and, and in the last half a dozen of them, it's 25 plus, right? Including one year of 31, and um, uh, he had a game that, by even his own lofty standards, was remarkable on Monday night yeah. in that little. Uh, 151, 154 to 141 triumph, a game I love uh, against the Pacers. Um, he only took eight, four, he only took eight shots, Jeff. He took eight shots. He made five. It's he like he's trying to prove points. something, but, but they got to win games. So it like, yeah, but he had 21 rebounds yep. and a career high 24 assists. Amazing. And I'm here to tell you that in the history of the league, there haven't been too many 24-assist games by anybody at any time. And then um, last night, they won. I mean, they lost by a point, the Milwaukee, yeah. uh, on Wednesday evening. He came back with a checked in with a routine 29-12-17, 17, 17 assists. Um, okay, so i raised this question. Um, yeah. Is he still getting his proper appreciation? And if not, why not? And I know I'm part of the problem. Because I'm still reluctant to to pl- fully acknowledge his greatness why I, I, I don't seem to like him and yet is this fair or unfair what is my problem I, I don't know what is I
2: think you know again I think part of it is he hasn't wanted a high enough level right that that's that's number one he's on a team right now that's you know just struggling to get in with two of the top players in the game you know. If if Russ and Brad Beale, th- those are two two of the they are playing, they, they are playing well as we speak. They are they're, listen, they're playing well, but they're still 30 and 36 and struggling just to get into playing. Oh, yeah. So Russ hasn't been on teams lately that have been great. I mean, oh. and, and again, he's it's funny because I go through it too when when I've I've talked to Russ, I don't know Russ well by any means, but when I've talked to him, there's a part of me that loves Russ because of how competitive he is. Oh, boy. And, and after games, um, you'll find times where, if you ask him something, if, if, if they've won, if they've won, Russ is great, even if he doesn't put up numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and when they've lost, he is the worst human being in the world to deal with <laughs> as media. So I respect that, Bob. Yeah, he's in a lot of ways. Pressure. I do, I respect his competitiveness. He doesn't play the game with the media at all. He's old school and he is just so talented. But again, has he gotten better as a shooter? No. I mean, he's really, I mean, uh, let me see if I have it in me right now. Uh, shooting 31% from three this year.
1: No, that's
2: about- 26% from three last. I mean, he, the best year he ever had shooting the three was in 16, 17, he shot 34% from three. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy who really hasn't gotten better in that regard. And I think uh, certainly that's hurt him, but, but as much as anything, I think media is hot and cold with this guy because he's hot and cold with us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's not,
2: he's not, and he doesn't want to, you know, he hasn't, he's not one along cookie. with KD, you know, he and KD don't get along great. Um, it feels like he's never, he, he's never kind of meshed with whoever he's played with, whether it's the personality part of it, or the game part of it,
1: yeah. And yet, right, I, I, something is something. Uh, but the, and you know, but you're talking about uh, not having won enough at a highest level. You don't hold that against Oscar, uh, you know. By the way, because right. you know, of course, he was in the cut up. You know, he was with good Royals teams that couldn't get by the the Russell Celtics. Yep. Then he finally, in the late in life, he got the chance to go to Milwaukee, and he in fact got a ring. Uh, and, and and went back to another finals for in this, and what I believe was his final year at 73, 74. But nobody holds that against him. But, you know, you can't hold it. Nobody holds anything against anybody who didn't win in the Russell Weaver. You know, that's right. a different matter. Right, exactly. And you can't, you know. I mean, that, that the team holds true for West and Baylor and, and, yep. and, and, and a lot of other truly good players that didn't win because the Celtics were monopolizing everything in those days. Anyway, um, and Oscar yet is the guy that, that Westbrook gets, you know, linked with for obvious reason, you know, an obvious reason. So uh, now it's just, I just think it's interesting. It's just, I don't know how to, if I, we put it a yeah, but, or, or what, you know, for the full uh, acknowledgement of his greatness, uh, uh, you know, it, he keeps doing this thing. I mean, when he, the first year he did it, uh, you know, they go the average a triple double. Oh, it's historical. Nobody's done it since Oscar. Yeah. And now we just, we go, Oh, Oh, yeah, well, okay. That's uh but, oh, but is it, close. does it
2: mean less, Bob? Because, like you said, the scores are are, are, are in the 130s, so, you know, consistently. How do you equate it
1: to oh, what well, Oscar did? Okay. I love this one because this in Oscars, this is what's, you can't dispute this. I'm not, in Oscar's day, it was easier to get rebounds and harder to get assists. Sure. Easier to get rebounds because people took a lot of shots and made fewer of them as a group. The, the, the standard in Oscars time was you better get up a hundred shots a night if you're going to win a game. Okay. That, that, that was just a given. No, no one wrote it down in, in, in uh, you know, in the cement, but it was what everybody understood. That was understood. And meanwhile, you obviously there was no such thing as an assist on a three pointer. There was no three pointer. There was no such thing as an assist on a twenty footer either as a rule. Right. You had to have an, you had a legal assist and you better hope that that guy didn't dribble more than twice on his way to the basket. I'm That's serious. the difference.
2: That's the difference for me with assists, you know, from, from the way they used to judge assists. Now it's like, it I've feels seen, like everything's a hockey assist even.
1: I've seen the transformation right. and and you can bet that I can tell you exactly right, my opinion. This is where it started to change. And that was magic. And uh, they, they liked mad they wanted magic to get those assists. And, um, you know, and I just think it, it, it accelerated from there. I'm not saying it began with magic, but it really took root with magic. And the idea of, of what kind, and, and Bird benefited from it, you know, Bird benefited. Sure. I mean, they all did it. Once the three came in, you get an assist on a three, uh, you know, and, and, but it's harder to get, it was much, much harder to get an assist in those days for anybody. So what Oscar did by averaging double figures assists, in, in 1962 it's amazing uh, was really uh, uh, that that that's something now rebounds are harder to get now people take fewer shots make more of them yep. period so you know the way you judge we sh- the way we should judge rebounders and this goes back to when dennis rodman was in his heyday and uh, and for me and historically very simple percentage of available rebounds totally you can do this yep. and, and and you can you can rate the historically great rebounders by percentage of available rebounds, so we know exactly we can find out where Russell rates and where Mo- uh, Moses Malone rates and where and where Dennis Rodman rates and where Andre Drummond rates now you know Who's the, gr-
2: the greatest rebounder you've ever seen
1: well it was it was Russell yeah and 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 in in his time and the quickness to the ball the, the and and we'll you know Wilt's numbers, are, you know, but but you know people see now seeing his box score numbers twenty five rebounds a game. Well, there were a lot of there were a lot of rebounds to get, folks. I have to tell you, you know, there were a lot of rebounds to get. Somebody had to get them. You know, um, I'll tell you though, um, Rodman was a tremendous rebounder. You know, he was a great two way rebounder. in this time, uh, and I say, you know, offense and defensive rebound. Barkley, yeah, Barkley oh, was, was a was. great rebounder. And and
2: and and uh, and he used we, his body. He used that ass so well. He used so that well.
1: He used that butt, and 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 he was relentless on the offensive boards, and uh, he was a great two-way rebounder. The greatest offensive rebounder, though, in in, in, in mythical, you know, the, is, is, is was Moses. I'll never forget this one, um, uh, Jeff. i um, I was moonlighting from a Celtic road trip. And I actually made a road trip in 1975, I think it was. Okay, in which. Um, uh, the Celtics were going West and I hopped off the plane in Chicago to start off and, and uh, went to see the Knicks play the Bulls. I told the trainer to take my bag, pick my bag up at the airport in, in uh, I think Omaha was the next stop they were playing. So no, it was a little busy. All right. And then I went and then I moonlighted in between the Celtic games in the ABA and I went to games in Denver and um, Salt Lake City. And I went to six games and six nights in six different states. In really? two different leagues, now that was a trip. That was a that was a all right. I walk into um, Salt Lake City, I think, and they're, they're playing. Who the hell was oh, Moses was with them? Was with the Utah Stars, okay. right? And Larry Brown's coaching the Nuggets, and I knew Larry, and he says Bob Moses Moses Malone is the greatest offensive rebounder I've ever seen in my life. He was 19 years old, and the standard of excellence in those days, Jeff, was I covered him, Paul Silas. Yeah. And I'm saying, Larry. Right. Please.
2: He's 19. Bob,
1: I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> the man knew wherever he spoke. He
2: <laughs> was a beast. I mean, he was, Moses was.
1: And, I you forget. know, the, the the quickness to the ball. That's the great thing about rebounding, the, yeah. the timing. I hear no, no, rebounding. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm mounting the soapbox, folks, right now, because we were on the topic. All right, let's talk about it. Here's the, the the number one rule of rebounding. Do you want the damn ball or don't you? Effort. Number one. Number two, positioning. Number three, timing. Can't be taught. Number four, strength to hold the position, if necessary. And fifth and least important, jumping. Yeah, yeah. Least oh, important, you're right. number five. And the, the, the great proof of that was Wes Unseld couldn't get off the floor. He, you know, he didn't have he, he didn't. Now, I saw the young Wes Unseld, by the way, as a sophomore at Louisville, who only weighed about 235 or 40 at that point really? and had some lift. And the first time I ever saw Wes Unseld, Jeff, he dropped 35 points and 26 rebounds on the Boston College Eagles, but we beat them in, over, in triple overtime. And, <laughs> nice. and we beat them in triple overtime in the NIT. Anyway, um, so that's the rebounding thing. And Moses Malone fulfilled – the effort one, the positioning one, the timing one, the other one—the uh, quick, quickness of your leap, the quickness to the ball. Russell was astonishingly quick to the ball. Wilt was not. Okay. Russell didn't have to gather himself, you know. Russell, Wilt it. did. Of yeah. course, well, Wilt was seven feet one and 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 a specimen, but he had to gather himself. If you don't have to gather yourself, you know, he was very quick to the ball in his young prime was a great rebounder. And 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 Bird, people we talk about he didn't run, he didn't jump. He was in position Yeah, Yeah. He, he, he fulfilled. Yep. He wanted to get it everything but, else and the positioning and timing and quickness to the ball. And, and that, that's a gift. That is a gift. That cannot be taught as far as I know.
2: The Ryan and Goodman podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA can the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. See, I think with Westbrook and, and rebounding, obviously, yeah. you got two things. You got effort. You got effort and you got quickness and athleticism and and all that. And and that can make up for a lot of other things if you want it. Um, especially as a guard. I mean, you got to put a body on
1: Russ. The positioning thing it also includes the intelligence of understanding angles. You know, yep. and and some so many guys are so uh, guys are like Moses understood where a ball is likely to come off based on where the shot was taken, kind of thing. That's another that that's an I don't know if that's teachable or that is just an instinct. I don't know, but you got to, that's part of the whole positioning thing I'm talking about. And All I'm right, sure so was, let, look, let's like, I gotta believe that Westbrook
2: is a master of that. He, he, no, listen again, Russell Westbrook's going to go down. I mean, he, he's going to be a hall of famer. Um, he, he's going to be a guy that probably never quite gets the respect that maybe he deserved. And like you said, there are questions as to why, but I think the biggest reason is he hasn't won at the highest level and he's played with some pretty darn good play and, played and with he's KD. He's played, he's played, played with Paul maybe. George. He played with Harden last year. Yeah. He's now playing with Bradley Beal. So it, it, it's not like he's been left on an Island by himself yet. They haven't been able to do it. Now, again, I get it. A lot of the teams that have won, have won with three guys, right? But, yeah. but the Lakers won with two, the Lakers won with two. They won with the best player on the planet but they've won with two. It, it can be done with two. If you're
1: that good to me, Russell Westbrook, isn't that good. He's 32 years old now. Um, you know, it, I don't, I don't I'm not saying the clock is ticking, but, yeah. but you have to start thinking about, you know, opportunities for him, given the nature of his game, he won't be playing when he's 40, you know, big men do that. And, 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 you know, but not
2: the problem is too, he's not a great shooter now. So, yeah. you know, he, and, and Bradley Beal, I think, is a better shooter than his numbers suggest. And a lot of people who have gone at me about this Jalen Brown-Bradley Beal deal throw that in my face. And, and what I say to them is put Bradley Beal on a team where he can get some open looks and, and be less of a volume shooter. And Bradley Beal's a much better shooter, in my opinion, than Jalen Brown. I know the numbers don't support that. Uh-huh. I get it. <laughs> but, but I, I will I, – I will bet uh, my house in, in anything, in, in the same type of shots, if they get the same quality looks, that Bradley Beal is going to make more from the perimeter than Jalen I think
1: of Bradley Beal is a shooter. I think of Jalen Brown as a scorer. Right. And, and, and Jalen's done a great I, job I, I, of getting I'm, better. I'm with you. As a shooter. Now, but as far as the trade's concerned, I'm still – but Jalen Brown brings a few other things to the table too. So, you know. He's but, a better uh, defender. Bradley Beal's a better ball
2: mover. I'm just saying, and again, I hate to go back to it, but we'll <laughs> go back to it for a minute here. I'm just saying if the Celtics don't go anywhere in this in the playoffs, whether it's it's the play in or they get in in the sixth spot, you've got to shake it up. That's my only take on this is you've got to shake it up and there's only to me there's only option A and option B. Option A is Brad Stevens, Option B is Jalen Brown to shake it up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else you can do. These people that try to say Kemba Walker, you cannot get enough for Kemba Walker. No, he, no. he was great last night, but nobody is going to give you value. No more than 50 cents in the dollar for Kemba Walker.
1: No, I I understand that. I think you're right. No, I, I, I reluctantly agree with you about the, the inclusion Brad in this discussion, but you know, it's, it's, I, I do too. It's, Listen, it's come, it's your, it's, yeah, it's, it's come to that. It's going to gonna
2: be here, Bob, if they don't get through the first round of the playoffs it is going to be here, and it should be here. They, 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 they absolutely have a decision to make. Danny Ainge does an ownership on Brad. Even if Stein.
1: they're six and a three is Milwaukee?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not supposed to win that matchup. We know that. But you're barely going to squeeze into six behind the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks, Bob. That's an embarrassment right now.
1: Yep. You know, the Hawks, won, you know, they just miraculously found themselves with the coaching change, it yeah. seems to me. And the Knicks have been gradually building to this all year, really, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, this, it, it, has it come to the point where we must take the Knicks seriously? <laughs>
2: I don't think we're there. I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll,
1: define, I'll define seriously as could they they could win a playoff? Could they win a playoff? Yeah. I mean,
2: if they're in the four or five, they can. Yeah, of course they could. Yeah. You know, if you're putting them up against one of the top three, no, I don't think they're ready for that. They need another piece. Uh, you know, can they get that that free agent Bob to, to pair with Julius Randall? And oh, that's going to be
1: a very fascinating off season question. If they can finally, you know, shed the Dolan, you know, aura and right. get somebody to come to them uh, that isn't coming, dragging, kicking, and screaming, <laughs> you know, then uh, somebody volunteers to join. This. I would think it's going to happen if they you Know unless they implode, you gotta to be the right guy, it, come yeah. come you know. I would think they have a shot at it in a way I, I just, you know, they haven't had at all. 10 years ago, 10 years ago was his MVP year, and wow. he was 21 years old. And um, he's having a renaissance that you know we've talked about him on, and I, I keep going back to it. the young Derek Rose had to be seen in person to appreciate, yeah. unlike almost any guard i would ever seen you couldn't appreciate him if you didn't have that feel of the whoosh in person You know, then you understood what made him different i'm happy you know i'm not saying he's a I, you know he's had his off-court stuff but yeah. I, I, anyway it's professionally i'm happy for him and he and tibbs who i you mean know, whoever would have thought that this reunion would have been so fruitful
2: you know you know what the good thing is with derrick rose I, I feel like you can coach him i mean again he was obviously coached by calipari at memphis so he was prepared. I, I feel like he's the type that nothing gets to him. Like I've seen him enough and mm-hmm. you can yell, you can scream, you can call him whatever you want. Nothing is going to bother Derek Rose. And if it does, he's not going to show it. Mm-hmm. So I think coaches, you know, tips can go hard at him. I, I feel like he's kind of an old school guy in that regard. You know, R.J. Barrett, his, his father Rowan grew mm-hmm. up, uh, you know, as a pretty good player coming out of uh, yeah. St. John's. And and has been involved in Canadian basketball. No, I saw him
1: in the Olympics. I saw him in international competition. So like like RJ,
2: his his godfather is Steve Nash. So he's been groomed for this. I remember Rowan telling me a story when they were young. It's kind of cool. When 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 RJ was young, they would go to the airport as a family. And like I don't know how maybe RJ was like eight years old, nine years old. And and the parents would tell him and say, All right, you get us to the gate. You get us to the gate. We're not going to give you any help. You get us to the gate. And then they would, like at dinner, they would have like a fork and and hold it up to Tarjay and do interviews with him, mock interviews when he was young. <laughs> so he has been groomed for this. Oh, wow, that's good. A lot more mature like than a lot of guys. And Julius Randle's just been, I don't even say a revelation because like Julius Randle was a stud coming out of high school. Like he, I thought he was, like I think I told you, I thought he was going to be better than – Jabari Parker and, and Andrew Wiggins. And he is, he is, but, but for a while there it didn't look promising. So the big question I have for you, Bob, though, is, is how much of a factor is James Dolan now? Is it now where they've won enough and they got Tibbs and they got new, you know, new, new guys at the top and and Leon Rose,
0: to where it's
1: become less of a factor. I would think my logic, such as I have, you know, such as it is, my powers of logic tell me the answers they have crossed the threshold. They're okay now with this. I think that That's huge. the Dolan thing has receded, the Leon Rose management and the tips thing and the success. I think I, I'll be surprised if, if somebody doesn't answer the call. I, I'd be yeah, it's crazy. who?
2: It's like, is it is it Paul oh, Anthony Towns? Is it Devin Booker? You know, like, who is it? I mean, I don't you well, Booker. I, I, well,
1: we'll 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 have to explore. I, I'd have to have. A, I don't uh, think it'll be
2: Booker because he's winning. Phoenix is winning a at a high enough of,
1: level. Of contracts and stuff before I, I could get into that. But I just think it's conceivable the answer. But I just don't think that Dolan's going to be an obstacle. That's the answer. Yeah.
2: Uh, that, well, now, that's huge because he was. The
1: Rangers. You know, the Rangers. Another. You know, the, what just happened? they. The, the,
2: what the, is uh, he doing? Like, climate. what is he doing with that? Like, James Dolan is such a a poor owner. I mean, he is so bad at his job and yet the Knicks have found a way despite James Dolan so far, which to me, I give Leon Rose who I really didn't know would, would be able to get this done, but, but that's, that's the new route, right? Right, Bob. Yeah. Go yeah. The, the agent route because they already have relationships with clients to where well, the,
1: Met, the Mets tried it and it didn't work. I can tell you that. <laughs> true, but it worked with Palenka.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, worked, it, with, it's worked with, yep. with, with enough guys to whereas, that, that's why yeah. they did it. Well, I just a, yeah. questioned it. I questioned it because I question every move James Dolan makes. Yeah. yeah. But if, if they can land a CAA guy, you know, it, this is going to be a Kentucky slash CAA team. You know, the combination. Either either guys went to Kentucky, they're going to have a shot because of World Wide West, or CAA because of Leon Rose. And, and that's going to be the core of the team, which which is fine if you get the right guys. And and again, Julius Randle has been awesome. I'm so happy for him. Um, I, I've always been a huge Julius Randle guy. So th- it's it's been great to see him be kind of the guy that this whole team is built around. And uh, they just got to bring in the right guy to, to be able to play with him and, and gel with him.
0: This episode of the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. 2021 is looking up. New beginnings means new opportunities to grow your business. And if part of your strategy is adding new members to your team, well LinkedIn Jobs finds that right person very quickly. To make things better, your job post is absolutely free. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. And now you can post a job for free when you head over to linkedin.com/scribe LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. Getting started is easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions and LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. As functions are streamlined onto one simple screen and now you can do this from your mobile device no matter where you are, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn jobs can help you hire the right person faster. And let's face it, a hell of a lot easier, right? When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn jobs. And now you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com scribe. Again, that's linkedin.com scribe to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
2: All right, so we got 12 days now, Bob, until the second playing yeah in the nba and uh lebron i guess was on record a while ago saying he liked it and then he was on record uh very recently saying he doesn't like it um well they're sitting six right they're sitting six right now so which suddenly, would open them
0: that would open back. them
2: against denver yeah that which Right now, is, they play Denver in the first round, which yeah, is actually which is, a favorable first round matchup because Denver doesn't have Jamal Murray. But getting into it first, is, is LeBron a
1: hypocrite on this or what? Yeah, it, it's getting personal. So if it's, I think it's it's a sin- transparent that synthet- I use the word transparent in the old way. It's synthetic. It's phony. It it it's BS. Uh, LeBron, it was an abstract. It was fine. But now when it's real and you're involved, it's not so good, is it? I mean, it's so obvious to me. What, how, what other conclusion can you draw?
2: Right. He never uh-huh. thought he'd be.
1: And, playing you, the and by the way, I'm generally, you know, I think LeBron, no, he's been no, nobody's been. A pro, but he's had a lot of good public pronouncements in his life and they weren't so good. But but this this one is is really uh, uh, self-serving, um, you know, for sure. They're a half a game out of the play in right now.
2: <laughs> They're a half a game in front of Portland. For the final spot, imagine if they had to play San. I mean, it'd be a one-game playing. You know, they'll win it. They're not going to yeah. lose to San Antonio in a play But I think it would just be funny. Oh, it would be. You know, I, I would be
1: howling. Right. You no, know, I mean, although, although, you know, it's only because of injury and it's COVID. Mm-hmm. We know that An injury, but no, it's it But the idea of it um, last year to me, anything they did in bubble basketball, they could justify. You know, right. I thought. I certainly didn't anticipate it would be returning. And, no, nobody did. Nobody. And you know, we and I am mean, like any padding of playoffs in any sport is done because manage, the, the upper echelons the the ruling bodies of sport want to involve more cities, more fans, more meaningful regular season games and 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 in the abstract that's a it seems like a worthy aim. But I still, I, I, I'm, but I'm not, I could live without it. I, I, I had, I never really worried about that stuff, but obviously other people do. And and so, uh, I'm, I'm, do, do you think it's possible that this is going to be a permanent way of business, like doing business? That this, I, I don't, but I, I like it. You do like it? I do. I listen, I just think it, 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 it brings
2: some intrigue. Um, more teams are involved down the stretch. So, I don't know they're playing for something. Well,
1: haven't had, we had enough in the past uh, battles for nine, 8 and 9? Sometimes three teams battling yeah. for that 8 spot yeah. enough? That's it's not a good and not enough. It, it, listen, I, for I, me it is. I don't it's, mind some change.
2: Like I don't want like crazy change, but I don't mind like this. I thought it was fun last year. I'm okay right. with it again. Um, you know, cuz these teams otherwise <laughs> like you just look at that first round matchup. A lot of them are, are, are garbage, right? Oh, They're one eight. So at least you got some intrigue Dame, you know, Dame and, and CJ McCollum. And I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay uh-huh. with, 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 keeping it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm more of an old school guy like you of like, Hey, don't mess with something if it's good, but I, I don't mind this one. I kind of like it and, and we'll see how it is in its second kind of iteration here yeah. of, of, kind of how it looks not in the bubble. Okay. But I, I love the fact that, listen, I love the fact that right now we're talking about LeBron potentially playing in it. I know. Well, he doesn't like it, but no, he it The drama, right. the drama would be great in a one-game oh. deal. Like, watch what if, what if he watch has it. a bad game? I'd watch that game. I'm <laughs> and dang, everybody will. But that game will get better ratings than the first-round matchup. Yeah. And then play in Denver because oh. it's a one-and-done.
1: And, hey, we all know how the one-and-dones can work out. i got to ask you, it's quickly changing topics. I just became aware within the last hour of the Udonis-Haslam situation. Are you aware of this? No. What's the Udanis haslam situation? He's still on the roster. Right. He has not played a second of basketball. All year. All year. He will get credit for pen, you know, pension and yeah. extension and, uh, and all that. But if, if he doesn't play, it won't count on his longevity on on and he, he won't be able to say I twenty one years or twenty you know you know. And last year they, they gave him some token time at the end of the year. Yeah. And and but they haven't done it yet. Won't they and do they were, it? And of course, and they're you know they're definitely they're involved in the death struggle in this whole thing we were just talking about.
2: Yeah, playing. but you can't find a minute. You can't. You, I mean, all you got to do is
1: throw him in there. For, Eric Spolstra is uh, when I read is promising he'll do it, but he hasn't done it yet. As the as the days are as I mean, last say, year,
2: last year he played uh, forty he, minutes. Four games. He played four games last year. Um, I'm looking for how many minutes he actually played last year. Yeah, how
1: many?
2: Uh, I'll tell you in a sec here.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, not many. That's for darn no. sure. Let's see. Here we go. But, he played, um, one. What did he play? Five, five minutes, six minutes, ten minutes. He played twenty-three minutes in the final. I think it was final game of the regular season. Really? Twenty-three minutes in All the final right. game. No, so yeah. if, it, if that game doesn't matter, Spo will play him extended minutes.
1: Spo says he's going to do it, but but anyway, um, you know I just think I, I I go back. It's hard, you know. He remember remember how we he, he he was playing for Florida in the t- two thousand finals. And, the final, and he had, like, 20 – he was a freshman. Yep. And he, and hit, he hit uh, Michigan State for, like, 20 some, right? Twenty. Hey,
2: hey, tell me you don't think he'd be good if, if, if the Celtics could bring in Haslam in the same role he's got here and he doesn't play one minute in Boston. Would you do it?
1: Ooh, is that necessary? <laughs> is well, from the locker room, it might be. He'd bring that much? Yeah. Um, he must, apparently. You know, I don't know. It's, it's not, you know, we got 15 man roster. I mean, you know, obviously you can do it, you
2: know, that's what I'm saying.
1: But you, I find, yeah. I find it interesting though this whole story. I didn't, I was, I never, you know, it was, aware, I, I was unaware of it. that's all Like Very if I told
2: you you could have Haslam in the locker room or Carson Edwards for the year. Oh, okay. All right. You're taking.
1: I'll t- oh uh, no. I, all right, I'll take Haslam. I, we, we certainly, you
2: know, so I'm saying like how many games is Carson Edwards winning you on the court? Zero. Zero. How many how many games could could Udonis Haslam win you by the chemistry, the leadership, the accountability,
1: the veteran presence? If it's one or two, that's enough. There you go. There, there you go. The I would. I would absolutely. I, I, I give you that game set match to Goodman on that one. I give you that one.
2: <laughs> hey, your boy, your boy Kyrie, uh, ah. his usual media friendly uh, antics. He, he, he was fined, what 35 grand or 35 something?
1: 35 grand the team also gets a fine too I mean, well, hey you know my favorite plus i shown seven même shows there's no there's never a change with Kyrie he, he dazzles you on the court when he's on his game we uh, you know he, he he's as good at getting to the basket as any guy' his size has ever been uh you know uh, oh he might hit you with five threes too he can play we know he can play but my god you got to put up with Stuff. And, are
2: you rooting against the Knicks? Um, the Nets come oh, playoff yeah. time. Oh yeah, you are.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and so, and I don't want the Nets to win. I, they're hard. I, they're hard to like, aren't they? Yeah, I don't. And, and I have never been against Steve Nash, but I, I, but I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, the Nets. No, I mean, uh, uh, of the triumvirate of the Philly Nets, Milwaukee, uh, I would, if it came down to that, I would root for Milwaukee just because I want to see them get it done, get that monkey off their back, kind of thing. Uh, Plus I've always, I like Milwaukee, you know. It'd be great um,
2: to see Milwaukee, like you said, with everything that they've kind of been through the last couple of years of of kind of knocking on the door, having the expectations. And Giannis, just, again, everything we've heard, we talked to Pat Connaughton. We've talked to other people about him. uh, John Horst, we had on and, you never hear a bad word about Giannis.
1: Is no, I, mean, I so I can easily root for them, and and, yeah. and I'm not I'm not anti Philly at all. But uh, uh, I would put them behind behind. But uh, but of those three, I would go. You know, like to see Milwaukee win. But to answer your question, no, I definitely the Nets have become a, 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 in my mind a villainous entry into the.
2: the are they the-
1: good? Is that good for the NBA that we have that villain? Oh, I, one I, I in think LA. It's always good if you right. got something like that, yes, I think it's always good in any sport. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, follow the Houston Astros around baseball this year, <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, no, the Nets, uh, I think they, they will fulfill that, that role, and, and if they're smart, they'll embrace it, but, you know, what the hell, you know, and us against the world, this has been a, a 21st century, you know, technique, right, <laughs> it's, it's those a- guys will embrace it. You We're mean, the we only one. No one, you, no one gave us a chance. Even though you know they. Right, know, that'll
2: God. be the best part. No right? one Nobody gave, gave a us a chance. chance. Like, yeah.
1: No, thank God. You know. You but, have
2: three Hall of Famers in your team. <laughs> Cut the shit. Cut the shit. Uh, um, all right. Last question before we leave. I, I, I asked you to do a little homework.
1: Yeah, I know it's a little tough with, but I threw out a couple one day.
2: A name. My question. My, let me let me let me pose the right, question. Yeah. As we know, college guys haven't done great in the NBA as well as NBA guys haven't done great in college. It's just, it's an adjustment. It's a different ball game. Um, But I asked you uh, what college current college coach, if you're an NBA GM right, right now, and you can hire any coach in college today, who are you hiring?
1: Well, I mean, obviously I'm not qualified, frankly, but a name, I don't know his personality. I, I just know the results, uh, and I uh, uh, and maybe and I'm sure you'll be able to tell me if I'm, if I'm. Here's a wild one, ready? Mike Anderson. No,
2: terrible. Okay, awful. Okay, I have no idea. Atrocious.
1: I. <laughs> I don't know, Danny Hurley? I don't
2: know. No, no, no. Actually, Mike Anderson's temperament works. I don't think the style works at all. A uh, play uh danny hurley's uh temperament does not work players (laughs) would players would probably punch danny hurley uh, (laughs) during the game when he when he did some here's you tell me who you tell me i'm all right all right i got a few i got a few um a guy that's long been considered somebody is bill self that the nba people have really liked and a lot of people, he, he's he's buddies with R.C. Buford in San Antonio. So a lot of people, I think they were college roommates. And he may need
1: a landing spot.
2: Right, exactly. So a lot of people think that when Pop retires, which I don't know when it's going to be, maybe in a year or so, um, that he could be in play there. Tony Bennett is a name that a lot of people have mentioned as well. Now, there's concerns about his offense. Yeah. He'd have to hire somebody. But his his personality is similar to Brad Stevens. That's what I was going to say now, is that was a good or bad because again, I think the the drawback with Brad Stevens right now is he's, he, he may be too nice and too easy going. And, and Tony Bennett has some of those same qualities. Now Tony Bennett did play briefly in the NBA. Yeah. So he's, he's played at a high enough level. I don't think any, you know, pro NBA guys right now know that if you ask them, if Tony Uh-oh. Bennett played in the NBA, I, I think they'd all say no. Um, here's the name I would, here's the name I would hire. And, and he won't go. He won't go. Oh. And I'll tell you the reasons why. Gee, Juwan what? Howard. Oh, Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard. Yes. Yeah. Here's he, why. He, he won't go because he's got a son on the team now and another son on the way. Woo. But I think once his kids are done, I could see Juwan Howard being a, a hot commodity and even a, a guy this off that maybe people reach out to. He's got so much respect throughout the NBA, obviously played at a high level, Yeah, has the right personality for it. He'll go after guys you can see it in college when he needs to, but ultimately he's pretty even keel. He'll even go after coaches like he went after Mark Turgeon. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that little uh, scuffle. Yes, I did. My boy Mark. So <laughs> I think Juwan Howard might be a guy that, again, for players would respect because he's done it at the highest level, and I think that is something that is very important in this day and age, is connecting with the current players, earning their respect, getting them to play hard. I think
1: Juwan Howard can do all that. Do we? Do I ignore it, the, an elephant in the room called Jay Wright?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think Jay Wright, the only one he probably takes is the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. and he just basically wasn't. But theoretically. Interested. Yeah, yeah. Theoretically,
1: out, of, out of context. Jay, Jay would be
2: terrific. I think Jay would be phenomenal. And, and it's funny because, I don't want to say he invented it, but I think Jay was ahead of his time with, with small ball back when they had to play small. They had injuries or guards. Yeah. Randy Foy was their foreman. Randy Foy, <laughs> who's six, two and a half, was their foreman. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, you know, again, Jay Wright uh, absolutely would be a guy. I just think Juwan Howard now yeah, checks not very, all not the boxes. Not
1: very good. Very so, good. So, and he's
2: a guy that I honestly, when he was hired, in college, I didn't think it would go great because it never does with no, so no, no NBA no, no, guys.
1: No, we've seen we've seen some real dumpster fires. Exactly. On
2: exactly. So all right, well ne- next week, uh, Bob, maybe the uh, the Lakers will be fully entrenched uh, in the playing game uh, <laughs> when we come back and do our next spot. And we are
1: we, we the, the days are dwindling down to those precious few. As, as I can't uh,
2: wait. September. I'm 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 really uh, amped up here uh, for, for the NBA playoffs around the corner here. And, and, uh, again, uh, there'll be plenty of complaining by, uh, by somebody, whether it's LeBron or somebody else that they're in the playing game, uh, oh, yeah. in about a week and a half. So uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, the Ryan and Goodman, uh, pod here, make sure you listen, watch wherever you get your pods and uh, we will see you next week.